listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey, everybody, it's John Barrett. Once again, on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, I am so excited that you are listening. We're going to add value to you. We're going to help level you up so you don't level out in your impact and your influence. Hey, listen, go to YouTube. Check out my new YouTube channel, Level Up Your Leadership with John Barrett, yours truly, myself. And uh, there are some visual leadership lessons that you're going to get that are going to be really, really helpful in that. So go check that out. Make sure you go to johnbarrettleadership.com. Check out all the resources that I've got with books and free guides and the blog and videos and podcasts and all that stuff. Go check it out. I want to invest into you and help you. That's what I'm passionate about. I love leaders. I love it. I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. I just want to change the world. In fact, if you know me, you know that one of my statements is changing the world one day at a time, right? I mean, that that's what I always say. People say, how you doing? I say, hey, just changing the world one day at a time right? We're changing the world one meeting at a time. So I want to encourage you, go check out all those resources because I want to help you get better in what you do. All right. Today's episode, I want to talk about how to be mentally strong. Wow. What a deep, powerful topic today. How to be mentally strong. Listen, as a leader, you have got to develop mental toughness. That doesn't mean that you don't have challenges and struggles and that. In fact, I always say this, that successful people, it's not that they don't have problems. They just don't allow their problems to have them, right? I mean, successful people have problems. I mean, we all do, but we don't allow our problems to have us. That's what successful people do. So mentally strong and mentally tough people, it's not that they don't have mental challenges, it's not that we don't have stressors and, and, and challenges and insecurities and imposter syndrome and all these things that can come on us. It's not that we don't have them. It's just that we don't allow them to have us. Listen, you've got to be mentally strong if you're going to be successful, and you've got to learn how to develop it. Listen, we don't get taught this, right? I mean, unfortunately, growing up, I didn't take any lessons at school on how to be mentally strong. I mean, no, it was all about other things, right? I mean, nobody was teaching this stuff. So, so it doesn't come organically for us to be mentally strong. In fact, I would argue that what comes organically to us is to kind of break down. It's to be beaten down by the world and situations and circumstances and people. And I mean, you know, all you got to do is go in the junior high for a day. And, and you'll realize how mean some people are, right? Like it's it's a rough world out there sometimes, right? And sometimes those junior high people, they, they just kind of grow up into adults and they're still just mean, bad people sometimes, right? I mean, we get beaten down a lot with situations, circumstances, people, but we've got to learn how to be tough. And if we don't learn this skill, then it's going to limit us because we're going to be subject to our circumstances. We're going to be subject to all the situations around us that beat us down. And instead of rising above it, then instead of, of, of being our best and being successful in life and making a difference in this world, we're going to give up. We're, we're, we're going to kind of just, you know, settle for less than the best. We're going to settle for average. And when we several settle for average, we surrender our potential for greatness and guys, I don't want that to take place for you because I believe in you. I believe in people. I believe that we are built to build. We are built to build incredible things on this earth. We've been given purpose and a reason, right? So I just want to encourage you. How do you be mentally strong? 
listen, there, there's a lot of discussion around mental health these days, right? And, and unfortunately, we, we've, we've recognized this need. I mean, it's been there forever, but, but we're just now recognizing it, unfortunately. And we're just now beginning to address it a little bit more. But even with all the, the mental health things that we have, mental health days off, seminars, HR resources that people are giving, and all kinds of things out there, people are still battling with being mentally tough. We're just being beaten down. So what I want to do today is just help us. Help us get stronger mentally. Because mental toughness works like a muscle. And the more you work it, the stronger it gets. But the less you work it, the weaker it gets, right? It's like anything. Your mental toughness is literally a muscle. And if you don't work at getting strong mentally, then you're just going to get weak. It's kind of like atrophy. When, when you don't put any effort into it, it just kind of gets weak and, and it doesn't become useful, right? So our mind is literally a battlefield. Listen, it is a battlefield, and success begins in the mind. Can I tell you that failure begins in the mind as well, right? I mean, think about it. You can't manifest an outward reality that is inconsistent with your inner reality. Or maybe I should say it maybe like this. You can, but it will become, it'll, it'll crash down eventually. I mean, you, you, can't, you can't truly manifest an outward reality that's inconsistent with your inner reality. Even if you do build something great, but inside you're just like, look, I can't do this. I can't make it. it, it uh, imposter syndrome or, or this or anxieties and fears that just kind of hold you back. Listen, that it, it's going to come crashing down before you. But if you'll begin to develop mental toughness and you become consistent on the inside of believing in yourself and some of the principles that I'm going to give you here today, then all of a sudden you're going to begin to kind of create that consistency, right? I mean, there, there, there's going to be a consistent uh, reality that comes from that inner kind of toughness with that outer ability to be successful in what you do. Listen, we've got to understand that mentally strong people are those that become successful, not because they don't have mental challenges, but they don't allow their challenges to have them. I can't say that enough. I'm not advocating that, that, that you shouldn't have any mental challenges or anything like that. I'm just saying that we're not going to allow that to have us. We're going to rise above that, and we're going to battle that stuff so that we can become successful in what we do. Listen, I've never met a highly successful person that didn't have a mental toughness about them. I, I, I Honestly, I've just never have. I've never met somebody at the top of their game that didn't develop an ability to be mentally tough at some point in their life and are still developing it every day. So my question to you would be, first of all, is what are you doing to work that muscle of mental toughness? What are you doing? Listen, you can't just live life and expect for yourself to get tough. It'd be like me waking up and just saying, you know, I'm just going to live life. I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to eat right. I'm not going to do any exercise. I'm not even going to put forth any energy, but I want to be strong, right? It's not going to happen. Right? You've got to put forth the effort to get there. So mentally strong people, they go to the gym every day. Mentally, they do, right? Not just, I mean, many of them physically, right? But, but not physically. They mentally go to the gym every day. What's the gym? The gym is where you work out your ability to invest into your mind, where you begin to feed yourself the right thoughts, the right things, the, the, the right narratives, the right resources. That's the gym for your mind. 
When you go to the gym for your mind, you are literally working that muscle to be strong. It's amazing to me how many leaders that I see that are struggling mentally with just being beaten down and tired and just foggy and, and all that. And I look at them and I and every one of those people that are dealing with that, I promise you, none of them go to the gym in their life. None of them are going to to the, the mental gym. In fact, what's the first thing that goes when you start to feel bad, when you start to get down, when you start to get challenged? What's the first thing that goes? Your personal growth. I mean, I hear it from leaders all the time. Like, John, I don't have time to read. I don't have time to watch videos. I don't, I don't have time to pour into myself. I don't have time to go to that conference. I don't have time to take off work and, and, and have a day where I just kind of rest and recover and relax. Are you kidding me? Do you know how many things I got going on? And I look at that and I say, you know, the reason that you're crashing and burning is because you're not doing that stuff. And they would say, no, it, it's, it's because I'm crashing and burning that I'm not doing that stuff. And it's like, did the chicken or the egg come first, right? I mean, here's the deal. I, I've got the answer for you. When you stop going to the mental gym, you are going to start to break down mentally. I can promise you that, all right? So we've got to understand that there are some things that we can do to go to the gym, how to be mentally strong. Well, here's some thoughts. And listen, there are a whole lot more than I could ever share with you today. I mean, we could do probably like a 50-part a, a podcast, a, a podcast only on this, right? I mean, this was the only topic, how to be mentally strong as a leader. And we could spend the next five years talking about it. But I just want to give you some general thoughts of, of, of the things that I think are going to be helpful. All right, number one is this, be optimistic. Now, I know that sounds so general, so elementary, like, oh, thanks, John. That was, that was so deep. That was, I've never heard that in my life. Now, listen, it, 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 be optimistic. Listen, I got to tell you this. Negative people live unhealthy lives. Listen, their relationships suffer. Their work suffers. Their productivity suffers. Their happiness suffers. Everything suffers in their life. Listen, we all know that we shouldn't be negative. This isn't new news. By me saying this, you're not saying, thanks, John, I've never heard this before. But here's the deal. Negativity is a sneaky thing. It is a silent assassin that will destroy you. Because here's the deal. Most people that I've found that are negative don't think they're negative. Bum, 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 bum. Listen, you may be listening to this. And you think, John, I'm not a negative person. Come on. But if I went and I heard the way that you talk about your day, your life, your job, your responsibilities, all these things, I would look at you and I might say, I've got news for you. You're really negative. Listen, if you say negative things about yourself, if you're saying negative things about others, if you're you know negative about your environment, listen, if you're always talking negative about the world and the country and where it's going and all this, can I just tell you, you're being negative. Now you say, John, how dare you? No, I'm not. I'm being a realist. No, 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 no. The silent assassin of negativity has disguised itself as a quote-unquote realist, but really what you're doing is, is being negative. So listen, instead of saying negative, people all the time, they say, no, I'm not being negative. I'm just being real. And listen, don't let that silent assassin come in and steal your ability to be successful and to be mentally strong. I am telling you right now, the moment that you start making agreements with realism and just, well, it's just the way it is, it's just that, is the moment you're going to open the door to negativity come crashing down. Listen, David Lynch, the famous producer of movies, said this, negativity is the enemy of creativity. Well, that's good. Negativity is the enemy of creativity. Listen, the moment you open the door 
to start looking at all the negative and all the problems and all that is the moment your creativity shuts down to create greater success. I can tell you that right now. You're, you're not going to have the creativity that you need to be successful because negativity is literally the enemy of it. The arch enemy of creativity is negativity. So listen, I want to challenge you. Be optimistic. Change your view from obstacles to opportunities. Listen, every obstacle that you've got, as big as it is, there's always an opportunity in there for something great. And that's not just some cliche term. That is a real life stuff, guys. Listen, if I looked at every obstacle that was in my way and, and I just only saw the obstacle, friends, I, I would be done. You would be done. But it's because that we are able to see opportunities that we keep going and we keep moving forward. Listen, when you change your view from obstacles to opportunities, you'll begin to see solutions around you. Listen, negative people only see problems. Successful people, they see potential. That's right. It's the same thing. A, a problem. A problem is either a problem or it's, it's, it's something that has potential. An obstacle is either an obstacle or it's an opportunity. It's one of the two things. So what are you going to see? You're only going to see the problem or are you going to see the potential? Are you only going to see the obstacle or are you going to see the opportunity that it brings? Listen, optimism always believes there is a purpose hiding behind every problem. And I can guarantee you that. Optimism always believes that there is a purpose hiding behind every problem. Listen, I, I just want to encourage you because I know it's so simple, but I want to tell you, if you on a scale 1 to 10, how optimistic are you? How optimistic do you speak about yourself and to those around you? How do you do it? I mean, think about that. On a scale of 1 to 10, what would you put yourself at? 5? 6? A 9? What would it be? Think about it. Now, here's what I want you to do. Think about uh, whatever you maybe you gave yourself a, a 6. Well, then ask yourself, what do I need to do to get to a 7 or an 8? Just, just push yourself one step higher. What do you need to start doing to get to a 7 or 8? Maybe you need to start changing the way you talk about yourself, others, the situations around you, whatever it may be. Be optimistic. I'm telling you, that is a huge thing. That's why I love that Simon Sinek, the, the famous author, and that has been on this campaign of positivity and optimism, right? I mean, he, he changed his whole message from uh, Start With Why, which was his famous TED Talk and everything that he did. He's literally kind of shifted over to this idea of optimism how to be optimistic, and he's realizing how important this is, not only in our world, but in leadership and success today, that we've got to be there. All right, another thought is this, be slippery, right? What do I mean by be slippery? Here's the deal. Your mind can either be sticky or slippery. Here's what I mean. It's either going to, when, when thoughts come through, it, they're either going to stick in a lot of those negative thoughts and, 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 and kind of destructive thoughts, they're either going to stick or they're going to slide right off. Which one are you? Is your mind sticky or slippery? Listen, highly successful people that are mentally tough have slippery minds. And here's what I mean by that. They allow all the junk just to kind of slip off. But here's what the deal. People that are struggling, that, 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 that can't get that mental toughness, it's because they have a sticky mind. They're allowing themselves to, to all those thoughts just to stick in there. In fact, with anxiety disorders, they talk about this. They talk about the sticky mind. Then they talk about that all these intrusive thoughts that come in, they just stick. And it's a real challenge. It's really hard to get rid of it. I'm not saying it's easy at all, but we have to learn how to have slippery thoughts, right? 
Now, I don't mean that about our good thoughts. Our good thoughts, we want to stick, right? We want to keep those things kind of in there. But those negative thoughts, we've got to allow them to kind of slip off, all right? You can't make room for that stuff to, to, to take up occupancy in your mind. Listen, mentally strong people have a slip and slide mind, right? They Remember those slip and slides where, you, you know, you, you kind of got on that tarp and you, you go flying down that thing, right? That's what successful people do. They have a slip and slide mind. They just, when, when negative things come in and, and toxic things come in, they just, they don't dwell on it. They don't, they don't let it kind of sink in and take occupancy. They just let it slide off. They just let it go. Listen, there are going to be people that hurt you. There are going to be situations that are hard. You're going to have some bad days. You're going to lose that deal. You're going to, you know, have something bad in the market that crashes. You're going to have a huge issue with something that's gone wrong at the office. You're going to have somebody that's going to give you a hard time and be rude and mean and offensive, all that kind of stuff. It's going to happen. That's not being negative. I'm just saying it's going to happen. Listen, successful people have problems. They just allow their problems to have them. You're going to have problems. But here's the deal. If you'll get a slippery mind and you'll begin to understand that it's going to happen, you, you, you just expect it to happen. And then when it does, you just say, yep, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let it slide off. I'm going to look for the opportunity. I'm going to look at this and find the good in all things. Listen, I'm telling you, if you'll begin to work on that, right? The faster you can recover from bad stuff, the greater your chances of success. Listen, don't hold on to negative things in your life or they will consume you. I heard a great illustration years ago that there was a teacher and he was in science class and he poured water into a cup and he held up the cup and he said, uh, how heavy is this cup? And people began to guess how many ounces it was and in that. And he said, well, here's the deal. He said, it's relative because the cup may just be four ounces of water. But he said, over time, as I hold this up in the air, it becomes appearingly heavier. And if I held this up for hours, it would get so heavy that eventually I may not even be able to hold it up anymore. So that four ounces is relative because if I'm holding on to that thing and I'm holding it up above my head in the air, it may only be four ounces of weight. But over the course of six hours of me holding that up over my head, that may feel like 100 pounds that I'm trying to hold up. See, it's relative. And the whole idea was this, that the longer you hold on to things, the heavier they get. And the longer you, that you hold on to hurt, the longer that you hold on to offense and anger and bitterness and resentment, and the longer you hold on to negativity, my friend, the heavier it gets. And it will weigh you down and it will limit you from running towards success and being all that you can be. So be slippery. Allow those thoughts just to slide off. How do you do that? You got to remind yourself. You got to, you know, almost make a pack on the front end, kind of an if-then statement. Ever heard of an if-then statement? That means this, that you kind of make a, a predetermined deal, that if this happens, then I do what? So if somebody offends me, then what am I going to do? Well, I'm going to remind myself that it's okay hurting people hurt people. And I'm going to allow myself that I can keep going and moving forward. And there are good people in the world. That's what I'm going to do. That's an if-then statement. If somebody does this, then I will do that. Listen, if-then statements are powerful. They've done all kinds of research on this with people that predetermine. And if this happens, then here's what I'm going to do. When you determine that on the front end, you don't wait for it to happen on the back end and then figure out what you're going to do. 
I heard a great statement years ago that said that if you wait to forgive somebody until the moment happens, then you may choose not to forgive them because you're so upset and angry. But if you'll choose forgiveness on the front end and say, you know what, if somebody hurts me, then I'm going to forgive them and I'm going to move on. Doesn't mean that I may trust them. It doesn't mean that, you know, I'm going to go have dinner with them if they hurt me and all that. But it just says, if someone hurts me, I'm going to choose to forgive no matter what and move forward. And now when somebody does hurt you, guess what? You say, I already, already made a pact. If this happens, then I will do that. It's kind of like what Martin Luther King Jr. said. I love this. He said, forgiveness is not an occasional act. It's a lifestyle. I love that. It's not an occasional act. It is a lifestyle. And, and I just share that kind of idea because that's an if-then kind of statement. If somebody does this, I'm going to walk in forgiveness and I'm going to move forward. So I want to challenge you. Be slippery. How do you do that? You make packs, if-then statements. You decide on the front end what you're going to do when something happens. When a thought comes in that's negative, that says you can't do this, you're not good enough, then then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to remind myself that I've got what it takes, that I've got purpose, that I'm here for a reason, and that I can be successful if I work hard enough. That's what I'm going to tell myself. Listen, I'm, I'm telling you, if you'll challenge yourself to do this, it's going to help. Another thought is this, be controlling. Now, what do I mean by that? Everybody kind of looks at me and goes, be controlling. That sounds terrible, right? I don't mean controlling others, right, like controlling that. But here's what I mean by that. Control yourself. Listen, mentally strong people don't allow the environment to dictate their well-being. They let their well-being dictate their environment. Ooh, wow, that's good. Mentally strong people don't allow their environment to dictate their well-being. They let their well-being dictate their environment. Listen, I, I, I'm telling you, mentally strong people don't say things like, I'm just over the day and I, I'm ready for it to end and I'm just done with all of this mess, right? No, 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 no. They look at it and they say, you know what? It's a mess. It's a hard day, but I'm going to get through it. I'm going to make it and I'm going to make the best of it. And I'm going to go home and I'm going to rest really good, right? I mean, they, they, they control themselves. They, they keep themselves focused, right? So I want to encourage you and challenge you. Be controlling when it comes to yourself. Not others, obviously, but be controlling, right? You make sure that you are the kind of person that says, you know, I'm going to make sure that, that, that I can't control my circumstances, but I can always control my response to those circumstances. That's what you've got to get a hold of, right? I mean, bad things are going to happen, right? Things are just going to happen. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control how you respond to what happens to you. That is a responsibility we all have. Highly successful, mentally strong people, they take responsibility for their thoughts and responses. They say, listen, if it's up to be, if it's to, to be, it's up to me, right? They say, listen, I, I have to work myself through this, and I've got to encourage myself, all right? So listen, I want to challenge you. Make sure that you take the responsibility, right? Look in the mirror and say, hey, what are you going to do to lift yourself up? Sometimes, you know, this, this is what I always say. Great leaders, they, they talk to themselves a lot. Can I just tell you that? I mean, great leaders talk to themselves a lot. Highly successful people talk to themselves a lot. And what do I mean by they talk to themselves? They are constantly having the pep talk themselves, saying, you got this. You can do it. You can make it happen. Listen, can I be honest with you? I talk to myself all day. 
I, in my mind, I'm constantly talking to myself because there are situations sometimes that I'm in that are just bigger than me. They're beyond me. They're, they're things I've never faced. They're, they're, they're huge situations. Sometimes I'm working with an organization and there are hundreds of million dollars on the line of decisions and I'm working with them on that through that. Right. I mean, there are things sometimes where I think, wow, I could easily go, Whoo, wow, this is this is this is big. Oh, man, this is scary. This is this is this is hard. What are we going to do? But I, I talked to myself. I said, John, you got this. You got this. Think clear. Think focused. Remember what is at play and always be ready. In fact, every day that I wake up, I, I have these kind of things that I, I just kind of share with myself. It's kind of like my core values that I live by. So here they are. There are five things that I wake up each day and I say, number one is this, display a positive attitude in all things. That's the first one. Second one is this, speak faith-filled words in every situation. So I'm intentional about what I say. Third one is this, add value to each person I come in contact with. Fourth, learn from everything I experience. Five, focus on what I'm sorry, focus on what's most important. So let me read them again. Number one, display a positive attitude in all things. Number two, speak faith-filled words in every situation. Three, add value to each person I come in contact with. Number four, learn from everything I experience. Number five, focus on what's most important. Those are five things that each day that I say to myself, it's literally on my home screen on my phone. I created a template where I've got a picture of my wife and I, and then I've got a picture of these five things. And so every day when I pick up my phone, I'm reminded of those five things. And I listen, guys, it's, I don't always do that. I'm like everybody else. I get negative. I get down. I get discouraged, all that. But these are great reminders that I come back to and I go, wait a minute. Hold on, John. Get control of yourself. Get a hold of yourself and remember who you want to be. Remember what you're working towards. Remember the things that you're doing so that you can be strong, so that you can be successful. And so I'm reminded, hey, display a positive attitude. Hey, I'm not doing that right now. Okay, speak faith-filled words. Oh, gosh, I've been pretty negative here lately, talking about how it's not going to work out. Add value to each person I come in contact with. There's been a lot of people I bumped into today, and I haven't even acknowledged them. I haven't even recognized them. I got to change that. Learn from everything I experienced. Oh, man, there's some things that happened today that were hard. Wait a minute. Those are learning lessons. What can I extract from it? Then focus on what's most important. John, when all these things are coming at you, what is the most important? Did Did I change the world today? Did I make an impact? Was I the kind of person that I want to be? Was I doing what I need to be doing with my life? Right? These are things that challenge me, right? And, and, and I, I've got a good friend who's a personal trainer, and years ago, he, he did this great exercise where he said, John, I want to start being more positive and check my mindset, because he knew that mindset is where success starts. So he said, I'm just working on it. I said, well, what are you doing? He said, well, what I've done is every hour on the hour on my phone, I set an alarm, and, and it goes off, and I check it, and it's a reminder. It says, check your mental state. And I thought, wow, that, that's pretty powerful. And he did this for like a few months where it would, until he built a habit of doing it, where he would literally on the hour, he said, John, it was so amazing how all the time I, I would get you know that notification on the hour and I would I'd remember myself. It kind of shocked me and I'd say, okay, um, that's right, gosh, you've been being negative. Get back to a positive mindset. Then he'd say, John, the next hour, it would be amazing. You think I'd sustain that? He said, but I'd find myself that it would go off and I'd forget about it and I'd look at it. And he said, I'd be in this negative state. And he said, I'd look at it and go, gosh, 
how did I forget? Just an hour ago, I told myself to be encouraging and, and, and positive and optimistic. And then just, you know, 55 minutes later, here I am in the back, same place. But he did this for a few months until he just kind of challenged himself to develop this habit to always be checking his mental state. And I always loved that. I thought that was such a great story. So I would encourage you, what are you doing to make sure that you're starting the day off right? What are you doing to make sure that you're ending the day right? What are you doing throughout the day to make sure that you're focused, you're on target, so that you're being mentally strong? Listen, all it takes is for one mishap, one misstep, one circumstance, one person, one you know series of events to kind of take place, and all of a sudden now we're just you know downhill. I mean, we're, we're going down the road. So listen, I want to encourage you, make sure that you are working on being mentally strong. Go to the gym every day. What are you doing to start your day? For me, guys, one of the things that I do every morning that I try to do is, one, read that kind of you know uh, statements there, those core values. And, and the other thing that I do is I get up and I read every morning. I get up and I read something encouraging, positive, whatever it may be, and I have my growth time. You guys have heard me talk about my growth plan and that. If you haven't, go back and listen. How do you develop a growth plan? But I want to encourage you, do something to go to the mental gym every day and stay there. Work on yourself. Listen, if you'll get more mentally tough and strong, it is going to aid your success. It's going to help you be better at what you do as a leader, as a human being, as someone who's making a difference on the earth. Guys, I hope this was helpful. You're awesome. I'm behind you. I'm rooting for you. If you are facing some serious mentally challenging things, Go find some help. Go to a therapist. Go somewhere where you can get some help. Guys, don't ever be above that. Listen, let's be mentally strong together and do our best so that we can make a difference in the world, change in the world one day at a time. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Guys, I'll see you next time here on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.